Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the finale of episode 95 of the Around the League edition. Monday Night Raw on Tuesday. Uh, that was the Splash Cast 36 pack that you were just listening to. Yo, Alchemist and Hit Boy really don't be missing, dog. No. Um, I want to go ahead and say you're welcome. I know you're going to thank me for this podcast. I mean, not for. Hold on. I said you're going to thank me for this playlist. Is It is truly exceptional. It's a lot of just, it's a variety of music from a lot of people who I don't think people have heard from in a long time. I have been buried in this one all week. And welcome back for part two. Welcome back for part two, man. Y'all know with the Around the League edition, we talk about HBCU news around the culture, news around basketball, and news around football. We um was podding yesterday, and each segment took an hour. So and we have four segments. So we stopped at twelve o'clock, uh, what well, eleven eleven o'clock? No, twelve o'clock because we did the pregame too. It took thirty minutes. So no, we did took an hour. Yeah, that's true. So we decided to finish off the football edition football segment today. Shouldn't be too long. Pause. Uh, uh, we got a few things we're going to cover today. You know, we always try to start out with college football if necessary. Positive news only. You're going to see the negative news. all Not positive news only, but you're going to see the negative news all the time. So we try not to cover the stuff that's going to be in mainstream media about this draft prospect doing this or whatever, whatever, whatever. We try not to cover that. Y'all came here to to talk to me and Reggie. That's what this is. <laughs> Everything else, y'all go to ESPN. The worldwide web of sports will tell you all of the sports news way faster than us. We came to give you opinions, and here's some of yours. Yeah, man, and I got a little special guest over here. She's asleep, though. Uh, so if she wakes Hi, up, <laughs> if she wakes up, you'll see me uh, giving a bottle, and she'll be giving her opinion, too. You might just not understand it. Um Let's go, baby splash. <laughs> baby splash. Let's start off college college football. I laughed at this. This is funny for our listeners. The the picture that shows up says the first ever NIL cruise is gonna take place. Meaning, uh players, uh fans can go play, go pay to go on a cruise with players in April. The $350 discounted package covers three people on a four-day carnival cruise from California to Mexico, including player meetups during meals and mini golf. I thought this was innovative. Okay, so this but is- wait, 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 I thought this was innovative, but this is what made me laugh. It's from BYU. BYU in Mormon country that kicked Jamal Williams out of college for being a college student. Uh, I always go back to real world versus road rules where they, I mean, real world where they had a college student from BYU and she got expelled because she was being a college student and just got caught on MTV. They're, I say all that to say they're very, very, very strict on their beliefs. They're a religious based school. Um, if they think that shenanigans and activities not going to go on in this NIL cruise, they, to me, they are sadly mistaken. This is wild to me because, and tell me if I'm wrong here. It says with players in April, $350 discount package covers three people. 
Yeah, they must be leaving from San Diego and going to Mexico. Because, I mean, there's this. <laughs> that's cheaper than a, almost. That's a bus ticket. <laughs> and I just read. That's my thing. I'm very <laughs> to the point. I read what is outlined to me. First of all, whatever cruise. And I'm 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 undecided. If I can get four people on a cruise for three fifty, three people, we can set out. A, we might buy us a little boat now. <laughs> but but I also do not trust anything about this cruise at this price. The mm-hmm. other part about this is is everybody's going to be on the bus. I mean, on not this might be a bus. That price is a bus. Uh but. Sounds real. So you fire be festivals. on this? You're taking a cruise with a bunch of college students. Well, it's fans, so I'm assuming it's going to be. A, oh, you're talking about the football players? Yeah, a bunch of college football too, players yes. and uh, fans. You know, these are boosters. Most of them, more likely, the boosters are going to get the first chance at the tickets. So these are boosters. Yeah, this this sounds like everything. Um, no, no, this is sometimes you should be able to see when things are not going to go your way. And sometimes things you probably should not do. This is one of them, but good luck. Let's try it out. Try it out. (laughs) Hey man, but they are, I bet you they are going to be, this is innovative though. I will say this is innovative. I mean, I wonder if, nope, not going to go there. Uh, (laughs) get out of there. Let's get to the next one. Um, the first, well, I disagree. Well, it's not the first, it is. It's the first conference-wide football pro day. The Big 12 will host the first conference-wide pro day set to debut spring 2024 at the Cowboys practice facility in Frisco. I can't remember when Dion was at Jackson State. I know they held a pro day for like the Mississippi schools or they did something for the Mississippi schools. I don't know if it was for all of the swack. Either way, this is smart. Might as well. Cause everybody's not, this is a way to get everybody seen at one point. You know what this is going to be. Let's be real here. Combine. You know what this is going to be. Wait till the SEC does this next year. Y'all going to be mad. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, look, this, it's over with. This is about to be they they messed up by saying no. They're doing it in spring twenty twenty four. This is what they're doing. I wouldn't have given a start oh. date. I wouldn't have released this until like the week of. Like I would have let everybody. It, yes. Hey fellas, we got everybody. Come see you. That's it. Let yeah. me tell you what you're going to get. You're gonna be able to get a pro day, a SEC pro day. Media Circus. Media Circus. In Atlanta with the College Football Hall of Fame. Big 12, you just lost. (laughs) That's the first thing I thought about. But boy, y'all going to be mad with somebody. (laughs) You made it a hot line. They're going to make it a hot song, boy. You're going to have a problem when the SEC gets a hold of this. This will be one thing closer to them getting out of the NCAA together. When they have this joint conference, which is nothing but a, a combine. <laughs> what does that mean? So the SEC already dominates recruiting. Um, now they're going to, if they have a combine, that means all of those SEC players are going to have a chance to go jump, rise their stock per se. 
a third time to rise their stock, which means more and more draft picks are going to come. Early draft picks are going to come from the SEC. And it's not just going to be Georgia or Alabama. It's going to be a whole lot of schools because everybody's going to be in one spot. This is tough. Big 12, man, y'all got to put on a show to make to outdo the SEC. You got to have this planned out for like three or four years. You can't. You cannot. You cannot. You <laughs> cannot. You cannot. You cannot. At the end of the day, you don't have and, – and this is a great idea, and I hate that somebody's going to steal it and make it look way better than you, but you don't have the resources nor the athletes. This is unfortunate. Uh, but at least well, if yeah, you cannot they just be changed. the best. They just lost all them teams. They just lost Texas and Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> to the SEC. If you, cannot, if you cannot be the best, then the only thing you could be is the first. And I'm going to tell you right. Oh, with Texas, uh, yeah, with Texas and Oklahoma going into the SEC, boy, this is – enjoy, enjoy being the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, the first to do it. If you're not going to be the best, you have to be the first to do it. Okay. I was like, what did – what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So we'll see how it goes, man. We will see how so it goes. Nick Saban gonna have that. <laughs> Boy, and, Nick Saban. and this is the thing. It's gonna be an opportunity for him to be looking at other. Hey, you'll know who you'll know that. Well, they're they're gonna have to have it like on different weeks. You can't have it in the same week because unless because the, then you're gonna make the commissioner choose, and the, wherever the commissioner goes probably is where everybody else is where the money is going to be so everybody will see you in atlanta oh, arthur blank be right down there the too you know he like to do a little extra business on the side i, I would love to host this <laughs> home depot he yeah go ahead right he'll, he'll see everybody in there i don't care how old you are you might be seven hey is he fast <laughs> call the ai let's get him going yeah, man. Speaking of Arthur Blank, we're gonna jump right into uh NFL. Let's get with the Falcons, man. We have made some moves. Uh we talked about um uh when they signed Jesse Bates, starting free safety from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh he actually um has a single mother's initiative that he'll be donating a million dollars to single mom organizations in Atlanta. Uh that's the hell of a way to make an entrance. Setting the bar. You came right on in. Hey, I'm a part of this culture. I want to be a part of this city, and I want to help the people who need it. Hey, we'll take yeah. that all day, brother. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir, man. So that kind of shores up our back line of defense, meaning our free safety. Um, I still think we need a strong safety. Um but one thing we are doing is signing a lot of cornerback depth because we lost Isaiah Oliver to the 49ers. Casey Hayward is old and everybody yeah. else is unproven. He is old. He's old and brittle. Um, they're, they're, now, I hope he plays well, but I mean, they signed him for that was going to be a one year deal. And it just happened to be this year because last year he got hurt. Um, but the Falcons signed Mike Hughes, former first round pick of the Vikings um uh he he we signed him from the Lions uh recently but he was a first round which, pick of the Vikings very good which is always how you a first round pick with one team you got to another team and now you're here but no I do this is 14 like he went to the Chiefs too we're in the process of just 
we're finding good I don't want to say regular players but we're finding NFL players instead of last year where it was like oh we don't have anything we have well, a we're signing roster. depth we're signing depth I, I still think we need well so we're signing depth come on now come on now um <laughs> We just got Cornell. We just re-signed Cornell Armstrong. He was probably the best of the rest of the cornerbacks. You had A.J. Terrell. You had Isaiah Oliver. And then after Casey Hayward got hurt, we were searching, right, for that left, for that right corner. Um, Armstrong came in, played admirably in the slot. He did not play well as the outside corner, but he was pretty good in the slot better than he was better he was above average no he was average he was average at slot um but he was a good special teams player too uh so that's good depth man so and he's familiar with he's familiar with the kind of defensive scheme that they're trying to run um so i expect i expect us to make a move but i am happy that we're we're re-signing these players because it seems like well i'll let you go how you feel about this i think they're playing it conservatively I don't think that, you know, I, me and you have keep waiting for the, the next shoe to drop and for us to just make a splash. But I feel, no pun intended, I feel like we're, they're not really trying to do that. I think they just want to build this team on more two-year contracts, see where we are in another two years, and just kind of build the team there instead of one fell swoop, you know, kind of all in the, the new thing of the fuck these picks. Well... I think this year is the year that Terry Fontenot has the paintbrush, right? He he pretty much got all of the contracts off the books last year. Everybody's gone, literally everybody. Uh, all them one year deals, all that, all that is gone. So he re, he was able to re-sign who he wanted to, and now he is working in lockstep with the defensive coordinator and Arthur Smith. And they're building the roster that they want. They want a deep offensive line. They want a deep offense. I mean, I'm sorry, deep defensive line. They want. They they've signed uh, Anyamata. Um, Taquan Graham comes back, and in a surprise move, which I did not see coming, was Eddie Goldman, who was a very solid player for the Chicago Bears for his first five years, six years in the league. He signed with the Falcons last year. And then decided to retire two weeks after signing with the Falcons. Yep. And we were like, if you remember the episode, we were just like, what the hell? <laughs> That's right. I think that was like we had Calvin Ridley. Like all of that happened. Yeah. Like this. That was like, pure we, disarray. It was terrible. Yeah. That was that was a that tough episode. But um Eddie Goldman uh has come back from the reserve retired list after taking a year off. And he's only twenty eight years old. Sometimes you just need a break, man. <laughs> yep. Sometimes. I, I I like this. This was an unexpected victory. This is something. This is crazy was depth on the, on the front. On the front. Uh, you did, you the, didn't expect anybody just pop up and be like, "Hey, man, y'all, y'all, y'all still hiring?" Yeah, <laughs> man. And somebody that technically probably, if you didn't, he could probably start, which means you may play Anyamata as like your hand in the dirt defensive end. Right, I'm just excited about our team. Like last year, even though we were not the worst team in the NFL, we had one of the worst rosters in the NFL. 
we no longer have one of the worst rosters in the NFL. And we played pretty good with basically nobody and Marcus Mariota playing quarterback, which is in that's another minus. That's another step down. So And we didn't we really have, have a, a second receiver could, either. Yes. Didn't have a number one receiver. Well, we didn't have a lot two. of it. We didn't have, we, you know, we struggled, you know, Kyle Pitts got hurt and we didn't have a quarterback who could throw the ball more than like 20 yards. So accurately. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, oh, the only thing is, is like, where do we go from here? And let's not get there yet. I'm ahead of myself. I'm excited because the Hawks. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited just, because we're just making moves and it seems like we have a plan. Um, we need, we've been trying to sign defensive line depth. And if you know anything about our new defensive coordinator who came from the Saints, he was the D-line coach. And, and the Saints actually rotated about eight defensive linemen? Eight or six or eight. I can't remember if it was six or eight. I believe it was six. Three and three D-line, uh, interior D-linemen and then um, three edge. So it was three and three. But the point is that he likes to rotate bodies. So to have Grady Jarrett, Taquan Graham, Eddie Goldman, uh, Daniel, An- David Anyamata, and then we have a plan with Boy. Calais Campbell. Now, I'm not a fan of signing old dudes because he is 37, but, I mean, he's 6'8", 300 pounds. Like, at 6'8", 300 pounds. We just, we're, and we're not asking this guy to necessarily, hey, there we go, Baby fresh bonnets. Fresh <laughs> bonnets. But, hey, I mean, splash. we're not asking him to be the Calais Campbell of old. We're just asking for you to be a serviceable guy in the string of other guys. You won't play a ton of time. Um, we just need you to be effective in the time that you're going to be in there. You're going to be on a pretty good team. Um, you're going to be on a physical team. Mm-hmm. And I think I... I hope, and it's Atlanta, bro. You, you might as well. This is what people do at the end of their career. They come on to Atlanta, you find your nice new house, you get comfortable in the city, and you steal a couple contracts. On the, I mean, you steal a couple years on the way out. We just asking for you to just do a decent job, bro. What this if they if they because this is just a meeting now. Baltimore cut him with the ability, with the understanding that the door is open. We want you to resign. We just need you to resign for cheaper money. So, I mean, the ability for him to sign is back at Baltimore is there. But this, to me, from a philosophy standpoint, shows that we are committed to stopping the run. We are no longer going to allow people to just run up the middle and run uh, traps and encounters in the 0-2 and 4 hole uh, against us anymore. You are going to have to beat us passing the ball. What about if we had a uh, if Atlanta had a good offensive line and defensive line? That's you know what that means. You, go to the <laughs> you know what that means. We've only had that twice, at one time. And I know, and you. Well, I, that's well, the reason. And, and don't don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't don't <laughs> do not juju the juju. So, well, you know what that means. I look forward to it. I'm excited about it, and I trust Terry Fontenot, Arthur Smith to make it happen. Yeah, man. So it seems like our new defensive coordinator, which we've spent most of the money on, is ready to go from the philosophy standpoint. On offense, we really haven't done much. We did resign Lindstrom, which was a big deal. We resigned McGarry, which is a okay deal. Um, 
But we did bring in Mac Hollins, who had 57 catches for 690 yards and four TDs uh, with the Raiders. That was his best year two years ago. Um, he's a six foot four, 225 pound receiver. To add to the stable of giant receivers and tight ends that we already have on the roster. Everybody's the same size. We clearly have a type. He's not looking. I I know that you really want a speed guy. I don't know if that's what they're looking for. I think, I think they're looking to create a receiver room of David Boston's. Hopefully with better hands. <laughs> and no steroids. But, yeah, but if they don't catch it, we cool with it, bro. We just trying to win again. David um, went from <clears throat> bicep curling 25s to 95s in a week. And said, no, I just worked out. He was like, no, you did not. <laughs> you surely did not, Sammy Sosa. Uh, but, yes, all of our guys are going to be about the same size. Uh, and the more that I think about it, I'm, I'm excited for when Julio Jones joins the team. It's inevitable. Um, he'll fit right in. It'll be fun again. And then you're right. I think we hope Red zone back. threat. <laughs> Third downs only. I mean, you know at this point. <laughs> Julio has got to be looking at either I'm going to the Chiefs or I'm going to Atlanta. Going home or I'm or going Jets. to Mahomes. You said what? Or the Jets. No. Man, hell no. Julio's not going to New York. I, I'm nah, uh, not a deal, really? no. I, was, I would I, not. I, they, have you think they have Garrett Wilson. They have Garrett Wilson. They have a lot of speed. They just need – he'd be a good possession receiver. Not dealing with Aaron Rodgers. Not at this point in my career. I'm too rich and too good. Give me my homes or I'm going to my home. Those are my two options. You said too rich or too good? Well, good is yes. maybe relative to the year, not last year. But uh, back to Mac Hollins. Um, so we did sign him. And, yes, I do like the signing. I mean, we do have – if everybody that we're signing, if you go look at the highlights – that we've drafted or we've signed to put around Ritter has a very wide catch radius, very wide catch radius. They they can and he's like two million dollars too. He's yeah two point five. He ain't expensive. Yeah, I'm a. So you the, the second next... best receiver for the Raiders last year. That means you know how to plan an offense. I guess third best receiver, second no second best receiver, third best pass catcher. But you go, you know, kind of your role. You know how to excel in your role. Yeah, I like this pick. And and he's he's got Paul's decent size. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think we should draft. And like you said, there is, I think his name's Tyler Scott. Maybe that's the defensive end from Cincinnati. That's the quick the quick receiver. Uh yeah. I can see us drafting him because he's he's quick. He's a slot receiver and he's cool with Desmond Ritter. Uh I could see that happening. I've seen us draft him in every mock draft. I can see I that happening. That, oh, good. I think that we'll, I don't think that all the teams are interested in him like we are, but I think that because Ritter knows him on that level, like you said, then I think that's the reason we're going to pick him. And that's the, the cool new thing to do. Go get your quarterback and receive one of his guys. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. And you, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Now, if there's somebody better than you. Wait, then... hold on. You can't tell me. You remember, we watched Cincinnati. And huh? and I mean, you never know, man. Sauce Gardner was over there, and so we knew Sauce Gardner was good. <laughs> Sauce Gardner did not allow good. a touchdown. We, we knew and... Sauce was good, but we didn't think he was this good. 
He didn't allow a touchdown since high school. I knew he was that good. <laughs> he played Alabama. Dude, and has Did he you see ever the game? Not been good. No, he's never not been good. Did you see the game against Alabama? They did not throw the ball his way. They did not throw the ball his way at all. Hey, the man. whole game, they just ran. They was like, no, Continuous Alabama ran for four hundred yards, sauce, man. Man, nah, God, you know he's good. And he came right in and said, "Hey, I'm, a, I'm, I know I'm better than everybody. Like season guys be the best cornerback. Year one, it's me. Me, year one, six four. Stop me. Um, now I would be if we didn't draft. If we drafted speed, I would not be opposed to going after maybe an older receiver, not as old as Julio, but we've been linked to DeAndre Hopkins." And, you know, he sat out for like two years out, out of his career. So he's really, he's 30, but he's really like 28. Um, he sat out, and then he sat out six games of last year for PEDs. Yeah, man. So, so I'm okay. I mean, that, that's not a ton of tread. And if you look at these teams, I don't know how the Cowboys can afford if Yeah. No, I don't Cowboys know how they can afford to pay him. I don't think they can anymore. Um, please don't. The go Panthers, to the Panthers just signed Thielen. I mean, the Panthers need him. The Panthers need him because of uh, DJ Moore out of there. So they need a legit number one, like right now, because they're about to draft a receiver. Well, I mean, a tight end. I mean, a quarterback. So every time that I say the Panthers are not looking good, they do something that keeps them at least good enough. They keep signing. They they're finding a way to trail water. Yeah, I mean, they, they uh, Buffalo, seem like they have a plan. It's no way Buffalo can afford this. Why they can't? Ow. They just restructured uh, uh, Diggs' contract. They just restructured his contract. Right when this news was dropped that he's probably going to be traded, they restructured his contract. So I would say, Buff- I'm going to be real. Buffalo is the best destination. Not signing myself to Danny Dimes because I still think he's a flaming bag of garbage. Mac Jones is just not a good football player. So now, to me, I'm looking at either Atlanta I'm looking at Buffalo. Buffalo can't afford me. I'm going to be with Josh Allen. And who's the, who Who becomes the wide receiver number two in that case? In Buffalo? Who's number two now? Oh, Gabe Davis? Um, No, no, no. I'm saying with Hopkins and Diggs, who's number two? Hopkins. <laughs> Prayers to your secondary. <laughs> if Hopkins signs with Buffalo, he will be the Z. And... Gabe and Davis will be the Y, and you will have no. They let's see, they will run single. Yeah, they don't need a fullback. They'll run single back. That's crazy. If you and they just released Isaiah McKenzie, so if you add DeAndre Hopkins instead of or put Gabe Davis in Isaiah McKenzie spot, put DeAndre Hop or put DeAndre Hopkins there. Jesus, where's your secondary? I can't. I can't tell you to come to Atlanta. This is what I will say. We're putting together a good team. Uh, we would love to have you here, but I'm also realistic. Well, I'm gonna put this bug in Buffalo. here, DeAndre. So that's 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 a good that's a good pitch. That's a good pitch for DeAndre. Here's my pitch on the Falcons. It's not guaranteed that Buffalo is going if just because you're linked to them that they want you. You know the Falcons need a receiver. Buffalo is off. <laughs> <laughs> 
That boy ready to say, hey, man, that dude over there, he might like you. He might, he might not. not. But me him, <laughs> I care about you. I like you. And I want to see you again. And and sure. <laughs> Buffalo is also linked to another free agent wide receiver that's coming off an injury. Ooh. Mr. OBJ. OBJ is linked to Buffalo and Kansas City, of course. Which is crazy because Kansas City would just give up Juju and sign OBJ. Juju's gone. <laughs> I know. Juju is a, is a Patriot. And they and then replace him with oh, OBJ. Well, you say give up. Oh, just swap him out. Yeah, sure. They gave him up. They could like, sign, If they say, wanted to sign him, they could have. If they wanted to sign him, they could have. So, I mean, the Falcons are making moves. DeAndre Hopkins would be a hell of an addition to our team. I like it. I still, unless you're going to use, now, I say you need speed, but in all of this we're hey. talking about, we keep forgetting about CP3, well, CP3, uh, Cordell Patterson. He could be your speed guy because you already got a running back. That's your speed guy that down the middle of the field. I, I don't care what you, boy, let me, <laughs> wait. So you tell me I can have Hopkins, who I will make my wide receiver one. I can have Drake London, who will be my wide receiver two. I will have Kyle Pitts, who will be my tight end one. I have Jono Smith as my tight end two. I have Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, we cooking. There's gas. Everybody, let's sit down. Let's eat. It's that time. Yeah, that's kind of crazy because, yeah, that's kind of crazy. You can't have all of them on the field at the same time, but you can figure it out. Even better. I am two, always rotating four, a fresh body onto the field six, to kick seven, your 12. ass. Yeah. Yeah, you probably you 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 take Johnu Smith out and put Cordero Patterson at the slot at that point, or you take Cordero yeah. Patterson out and just leave Johnu Smith in the block, or what you literally at that point you look like Georgia. That's how Georgia's team kind of was last year: just run the ball and two massive tight ends. Um, I know y'all hate for the Falcons fans to do this, but until this mug either agrees to stay. Or sign somewhere else. As a Falcons fan, I'm going to talk about Lamar. Okay? It's going to happen. Don't matter if you like it or not. Uh, the Ravens, earlier this week, made an intriguing move. And I was like, they really want Lamar. Um, they signed Trayvon Mullen. His cousin. Who, to a one-year deal. And he happens to be the cousin of Lamar Jackson, as Norwood just said. I was like, oh. Y'all pulling the NBA move. Sign my brother and I'll sign the extension. That's the NBA move right there. <laughs> baby, I'm begging, baby. I'm begging, begging, begging. Boy, y'all down on big knees like boys to men trying to get Lamar to come through them doors. Boy, this Let me tell y'all something. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I like to see this level of nepotism. Congrats, cuz. I'm getting paid because your cousin is good. Uh, I love all of this. I would love it even more. If Cuz makes the team and then Lamar doesn't even go there, that's even better. That was just well, um, now I'm, that I'm not you say as that. high on Lamar at, at this point anymore. The Falcons have made it pretty clear they're not interested. I don't know if we do we still have enough money to pay him. You can always make enough money. So, you say it'd be funny for Lamar if if they sign his cousin and then Lamar leaves. Well, it's been reported, rumors, 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 rumors alert, 
Lamar Jackson is ready to move on from the Ravens, a source said. Another source told him that Lamar does not want a fully guaranteed contract. And third to this is he's had a non-football, a non-NFLPA approved representative reach out to teams. Allegedly. Allegedly. All of this is alleged. But if this is true, everybody, well, not everybody, most of the teams that said they're out on Lamar was like, especially like Carolina, said he's a really expensive option, right? He's t- it's too expensive. He wants a guaranteed Deshaun Watson deal. And we said it's collusion that all the owners are like, nah, we don't want Lamar because we don't want to sign him to a $250 million deal. Time out. I got a question about that. Uh-huh. Is, is it collusion or is it racism? Reason I asked this question. You think it was Joe Burrow who was in this situation? Would they pay it? I mean, you see the you see the picture behind me, above me. You the know only, I agree. The, way, the only <laughs> thing the only thing that destroys my argument is Patrick Mahomes. Because you know Patty Mahomes come loose, they paying it. <laughs> Whatever it is. Stamp it. I got it. That's a little different, though. That's a little different. I think Joe Burrow was the better argument because Patty Mahomes now has two Super Bowls, two MVPs. Um, You're right. Uh, Wait, wait. (laughs) Justin Herbert. Now, if they pay Justin Herbert $250 million, I mean, that's the white version of paying Deshaun Watson, ain't it? That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not minus the minus the rape. I mean, minus the, the allegations. Herbert. Minus the allegations. But I mean, on I the field the Herbert, performance, I, I, it ain't. I, I, think I mean, Watson's, now I think the Herbert is good. And why do you think Watson, Watson is better? I because I, I I can't remember if Herbert has actually won a playoff game or not. I think he won one not this past year, the year before last. Because um, Watson was good on the Texans with nobody, not a soul. They traded. They traded Hopkins away. He was still good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that Herbert is that good on the Texans. Really? Nah, I think I think that Herbert is closer to David Carr on the Texans. <laughs> and that ain't that ain't his fault. You shouldn't send me. You shouldn't send me to a team devoid of of players. All right, guys. Sorry, she's squirmy. Gotta hold Ain't nothing up. to be sorry about. Black dads over here doing black dads do. You know, Splashcast love that. Um, so what do we have next? Oh, sorry, my bad. I I I can still control it. Uh, but yeah, man, Lamar. It may happen. It may not. But what I was saying. Oh, that was my point. We were talking about if the Falcons have enough money. All these contracts are tradable that we've signed. Every single one. And some of them are what teams need. Cornerbacks and defensive linemen. We can make that work. We can make that work anyway. And boy said, hey man, we got paper mache, and rubber cement. <laughs> we get to figuring on this and get it figured out in no time. We'll send y'all both our uh, I'm cool Heineke, with that. The beer man, and we'll send you a uh, uh, Ritter. It oh, is what it is. I forgot we got him as an asset. Yep. Yep. That's the first thing I thought about. So uh moving on man a rod to the jets has pretty much been agreed upon they just got to get the parameters right which kind of puts 
the Jets in a weird situation because he's like, okay, I'm coming, but you guys got to make it work. And the Packers are like, you're going to give us what we want. <laughs> so, because uh, there's no other no, quarterbacks. I'm not. There's no other quarterbacks to get anymore. Um, so, I do think that this deal happens because the Jets need it, need it to happen. Garrett Wilson, Brees, was Brees Hall, uh, with Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty. That's pretty good when you have sauce in that defense. They just resigned Quentin Williams. They have spent a lot of money. Now that I think about it, they going all in for next yes. year. But I mean, it, I hate to say it like this, but it's the Jets. They've been bad so long. When you have an opportunity, you uniquely have to seize the day. If you can, if you can be good at least for a little bit. If you can try to turn your organization around fundamentally, when you got a chance to be good, you are a team that should take every every opportunity to turn your franchise around. Um, yeah. poor, now, with that poor, said, poor, I, poor Zach. I, I would oh, <laughs> go ahead, Aaron Rodgers, but no, keep going. This is yeah. So I would I would never bet on Aaron Rodgers, but bef- you know now that we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. This little ditty here between these two guys Zachary is going to be excellent. Yeah, because one is a young... It seems like they're the same person. They're both assholes. What now? No, not talent-wise, but they're both assholes. And one's just young and one's old. (laughs) And they might be in the same room. One is just a Hall of Famer, and one is terrible, and his team hates him. Well, both of their teams hate them. I didn't so, say yeah, they you were the same right. assholes, Paul. But I, I don't understand how Zachary Taylor Thomas gets to be an asshole. You've not been good. <laughs> and we don't know if you've ever actually been good. I'm going to make dude's life hell and practice every day. Wow. You've never done that. You've never done that. The last place you did that was BYU, bro. And let I me think tell he was you. talking about just competing for the job, but... Uh, yeah, sir, but you also, are about to be put I don't on think punishment. that he's they ever had to compete let you talk for a job. I don't think that he's ever made anybody's life hell. He about to make the backup life hell. Whoever is coming in for the number two spot, you not gonna beat me. But you ain't about to make Aaron Rodgers life hell. It's, it's tight on you. Yes, they are. The team hates you, bro. The <laughs> team hates you. They bench you because your teammates don't like you, and the city hates you. And you're a terrible football player. Oh for three, bro. I'm not concerned about you at all. At all. At all. Um, <laughs> the longstanding, I don't know if this feud is real. I don't know if they, if Aaron Rodgers really does not like uh, <laughs> uh, Adam Schefter. But Adam Schefter tried to get a uh, comment on it. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers has pretty much been talking to Pat McAfee exclusively. Um, and he basically said, lose my number, bro. Good try, though. <laughs> Why, why are you gonna tell me to lose your number and you still got mine? Yeah, <laughs> I ain't L- think about that. Lose mine first. <laughs> you can't tell me to lose your number and you got mine. And say good try though. <laughs> yeah, that means you responded. I didn't think about that. That means you know who I am. <laughs> yeah. See yeah. me, the petty person I am. I delete your number. <laughs> you know what? When you call me, who this? <laughs> oh no! I you used to just I used to just say I used to put it all under uh, do not answer or deleted. All the numbers were in that one contact, so I never knew who called ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. And then who finally, 
Uh, well, at least not everybody's sad to see him go. At the camera, you want to tell him something? Bye. <laughs> Any part Aaron Rodgers? At the camera, you want to tell him something? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lil Wayne is funny. It's funny seeing Lil Wayne get yeah. older. It depends on who you are. If you're one of these rappers and you hear him get older and you be like, he still raps like this. Well, I mean, Jay-Z's you are 50, stressed out. So, I mean, Jay Z's fifty, so I mean, yeah, you you that's not going nowhere. But I mean, he's just like <laughs> he's just he's just chilling. But you know, he's been the biggest Aaron Rodgers Packers fan for a long time, uh, especially in he's the a, He's community. a diehard Packers fan, and that's the reason he's come to grips with the truth. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is no longer good for the organization. So bye. Well, I think he was just more frustrated the way Aaron Rodgers strung this out. Like, you know, this was a huge and production. took all the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, they get it back now. But <laughs> uh, it is what it is. I, I think a lot of people, I think all of the football world is kind of like that. Just like, you know what? Bye. It's over. Fine. You're going somewhere else. Peace out. You're <laughs> Brett. He's so Brett Favre that it's sickening. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. He definitely is. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Um, huh. let's get to the Eagles real quick. Let's talk about they. So, the Eagles have had. Uh, I would rate their off season so far as like a C. They've made some good moves. Um, they lost both of both of their coordinators, which you knew was going to happen. You don't have such a meteoric rise in any sport and not lose part of your coaching staff. Um, Darius Darius Slay originally tweeted that he's out, and Trey Young report responded, and all of that good stuff. And then, like the next day, they resigned. And of course, for our resident Eagles fans, Kev and um, Worthy, the insiders they were reading all the insider information and basically telling us that they had to choose between Chauncey Gardner, CJ Gardner, Chauncey Gardner Wilson, and Darius Slay. And when Chauncey Gardner went out there and said what he had to say about the general manager and the defensive coordinator, you knew that he was all but gone. So, I mean, I think this is a good move for, for the Eagles to re-sign Darius Slay. I'm interested to see what they do at safety. This is a win because they thought they lost him. And yeah, he was ready to go from what he sounded like. Yeah. He was he was almost out the door. And for you to kind of just Step back in there and save this one. This is a big, it's a big play. This is an excellent move by Harry, Howie Roseman. Uh, I'm not gonna say you saved yourself by any stretch of the imagination. Just came out super. This long. was this was a, huh? You talking about Harry Roseman? Yeah. Just came from the Super Bowl. They lost to the yeah, greatest quarterback of the uh, this new generation, the best quarterback of this new generation, and one of the best coaches, one of the best, one of the best quarterbacks in NFL of history all, of all time. Straight. So, yeah. uh, I mean, he has a good double back. Sometimes you, sometimes you got a double back. Yeah. 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 Now Chauncey Gardner, <laughs> CJ Gardner, dog. He signed a one year deal for $8 million to the lions. Now what's interesting about this is, you know, he made all those tweets. He was regarded as one of the top safeties out. One of the top DBs in free agency. Yeah, he he was leading the league in interceptions until he got hurt last year. 
and then came back in the playoffs and had another interception. Like, he's really good. I could not figure out why he only signed a one-year deal. Well, it came out that the Eagles made a multi-year offer early in free agency. He was looking for more money. They moved on, signed Bradbury, extended Slay, and his agent overvalued, not realizing the market league viewed him as a risk. I don't now that part I don't agree with. This is uh, from Jeff McClain, who is a Saints insider. Um, I don't believe they view him as a risk, but he did have to settle for a prove it deal. Now, what's interesting about this is to hear that the agent overvalued, uh, overvalued how good his client was with relative to the position. I went and looked that up actually, based on the market. You know, the two lowest paid skill positions are in the NFL in terms of uh, free agency. Uh, uh, what's the what's the what's the tag? Um, franchise tag, which is normally comprised. The franchise tag is comprised of an average of all of your top whatever at the position. So like left tackle is like mm-hmm. 50 million dollars. You know what the two lowest are? Uh, what fullback tight end? Running back and safety. Out of all the positions, out of the quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, linebacker, defensive line, offensive line, and safety, it's running back and safety are the two lowest. So if safety is wow. Not really. How many safeties out nowadays are good for I guess you're years? Right. I guess you're right. I d- been so many good safeties, but you're right. It's it's kind of it's a cornerback league right now. It's a cornerback, wide receiver, DB league. You need normally safeties are were enforcers and guys that could help stop the run. You can't be the enforcer anymore. You have to be a cover safety. It's different. So it's a lot of converted cornerbacks to safeties. A lot of converted safeties to linebackers. A lot of converted linebackers to defensive ends. So Correct. I can see how that may have happened, that he overvalued himself on the market, not knowing that the safety was not the one. But if that is true, and I'll let you talk, I'll let you out on that last point. If that is true, that you overvalued and didn't recognize that the safety wasn't one of the highest paid positions, you, sir, deserve to be fired as an agent. So my thing is, I, I thought that the, the, all, the deal that they made him was a three-year deal. And it was seventeen million dollars in year three. Seventeen in well, year three. Yes. So it's twenty-four in total, seventeen in year three. And now that's a disrespectful deal. That means the first two years yeah. is seven is is three point five million dollars a piece. Exact, exactly. And it was all over Twitter. And the first thing they do say, "Well, what about they'll cut you in year three? Yeah, easily. You played two good years for, for seven hey, we million dollars. Hey, we paid him six million dollars for two good years. Be safe, my friend. So I think he yeah, took I would need to. I agree. He took the what was it seven or eight million dollar one eight year million, deal improvement? One year eight million. Well, yeah, yeah. I, that's the guaranteed money I was gonna get over two. That's all I was gonna get either way. Yeah, I bet now. Now, if I say that now, everything I just said about the agent. If they offered you a $24 million contract that is $7 million over two years and you took that deal, you deserve to be fired. 
So I'm happy that you turned that down because there's no way that you could take that deal. <laughs> hey, 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 come here, son. Well, you deserve, you deserve to be fired. You deserve to be fired. <laughs> well, I mean, no, he made the right decision. He made the right decision. He made the right decision. Um, let me open up these last few uh, links real quick, guys, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about Wait, the Cowboys. While Reggie does that, while Reggie does that, please remember like, follow, subscribe. This is the Splashcast. It's your favorite podcast in the world. Of course, there will be a Splashcast thirty six pack out this Wednesday. If you are listening to the podcast on Thursday and have not listened to the podcast playlist yet, you are wrong. But the best part about life is you get a second chance. As soon as we get done with this, go start listening to the playlist. We Definitely. Love we love y'all. Appreciate it. We are back. And in other news, uh, free agency, the NFL dominates football headlines, dominates sports headlines. And now they've gotten it to the point now the calendar is pretty much 24 years. I think they basically take right. off in June and July. I think is when they take. It's not as crazy to cover, uh, and that's normally because of um, baseball and basketball is winding down. They have the finals, so we get all of this stuff in March and April because of the draft. Big news out of Kansas City or Cincinnati, depending on who you like. Uh, Orlando Brown, the starting left tackle for the defending Super Bowl or the Super Bowl champion. Kansas City Chiefs signs a four-year, $64 million deal with the Bengals with more than $31 million in guaranteed money. Now, the Bengals seem like the Ravens of the offensive line. Like, they keep drafting and signing offensive linemen, and whenever they get there, they just turn into to, to pumpkins or to injured or always get injured. Hopefully, Orlando Brown, if he can be what he was in Kansas City, in, 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 in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, man, I mean, they're not going away. They are not going away at all. And they, they, you're right. They need to hit on an offensive lineman so bad. Uh, this is an interesting transition to leave Mahomes, but to go to Burroughs. <laughs> Smoking on that boat. Anywhere, oh, well, well, the money probably made that decision <laughs> less <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. The money, the, the money made the decision for him. But if there's any other place to be other than with Mahomes, Burroughs is it. Why would you do that? Where I mean, suppose why? The the top three teams in the AFC right now are two of the teams you rivals with. You rivals with the Bengals and you rivals with the Bills because y'all always play each other. Tennessee has fallen by the wayside. And if I'm a starter left tackle oh that is used to winning Super Bowls and I'm not going to go to purgatory, there's only two places I'm gonna go if I stay in the AFC. Maybe yeah. Houston. We could have gone to Houston, maybe, and been a bookend with uh, Larry B. Tunsil, which would have been crazy. Which would have been crazy. Jesus. But, the Texans I mean. don't deserve that. They do not deserve nice things. But, I mean, Orlando Brown and Bengals keeps them, keeps the Bengals as a threat in the AFC. I, I want to see if their, their roster over the next two years is going to be very interesting. Because. Chase. It, it's one thing. To be good, but you're seeing now that the Chiefs are able to find a way to move and system, react and system, to stay system. good. Now Mahomes does help that a lot, but they're do they're figuring out other ways to hey, all right, well we're gonna lose this guy, we're gonna we're gonna lose Cheetah. What are we gonna do to replace? And to be able to kind of be agile like that as an organization, Cincinnati, you're up next. It's supposed to be, gotta be, man. 
They gotta be. They gotta be. I'm interested to see how. Or you be a one and done. You start looking like the damn Rams out here, minus the Super Bowl. <laughs> or you could. I mean, at least he went to a Super Bowl contender. Adam Thielen went to the Panthers and said the Panthers are Super Bowl contenders. Mind you, the Panthers don't have a quarterback, nor a receiver other than Adam Thielen, nor a running back. Because Deontay Foreman left. You know who? You know who's next on this trip? Cooper Cup. <laughs> He's gonna be the next Panthers wide receiver. Or the Cardinals. Those next two. That's going to be one of the places for him. Uh, but Adam Thielen to the Panthers. This is one of those moves that is like, I guess it's a good enough move. Um, It's better than nothing. <laughs> I got a better, yeah, I I got a better phrase for it. This is not an upgrade from DJ Moore. Let's be clear this about that. This is inconsequential. Ooh. I mean, at this point, the, you are the possession and receiver. You know what he's going to be? He's going to be Brian Finnery. That's what he's going to be. He's going to be the guy to run over the middle of the field and and knows how to run good five, ten, 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 ten yard routes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's where he, he is in his out, career. Out there getting smoked by rookie, too. Boy, yep. let me tell you, because this is the thing. If this is a better quarterback draft, I can see how you could be confident. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get somebody. I mean, I don't think that any of these quarterbacks, like, I think they're pretty good, but I don't think that any of these guys are life-altering, world-changing, other than Anthony Richardson and the Anthony, Anthony Richardson media train. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he, I, I don't, he, he is, he, that is. His whoever did that, amazing. come market for the splash cast. Yo. You are the best. You are a Zig <laughs> Ziglar of Mark. I've never seen anybody just take a dude who just had a pretty regular season Dress that thing up in something. You made that man a lot of money. You need to just, as soon as he get that check. Worth it, go boy. Ahead and sign. Worth no. it. Yep. So, I mean, this Adam Thielen move, it's, it's obviously one of many moves that they're going to make. Uh, I, you know, they're about to get their quarterback, which I think is C.J. Stroud. They got to go get a receiver. And I'm going to bring it back to the Chiefs and, and the Bengals. Think about that. Hold on before you go there. You're getting C.J. Stroud. Let's be real. None of these Oklahoma, I mean, uh, Ohio State quarterbacks have worked out. So Ooh, now that was my point. That, that I said that from the get go. Last good one was Kirk Herbstreit. I'm playing, and he was a punter. Um, Tom Tupa. Tom Tupa. <laughs> Tom Tupa. Uh, but yeah, they've been terrible. I I just I don't. I I think that this this is a worst case. Worst case scenario, but that's good for us. Let's go ahead and get them on out of the way. The Panthers, well, this is why I, I mean, at the Panthers, the Saints piddling around. This is why I wanted to bring it back to, to the Bengals real quick. I wanted to bring it back to the Chiefs and the and, and the Bengals with the signing of Orlando Brown. They've already sunk all that money into uh, into the offensive line from last year. They got Lyle Collins um, and a couple other players that are coming back from that they owe a lot of money to. They got to resign Joe Burrow. They got to re-sign Jamar Chase. They, I think they're going to re-sign the tight end. Maybe not. No, not Hayden Hurst. There's a, they're gonna, they got to get a tight end, which I'm assuming they're going to draft Darnell Washington. Where is the money to sign T. Higgins? Although they did lose, the lose Jesse Bates. Coming. They just lost Jesse Bates, so they don't have to sign, pay him. But, I mean, you also got to re-sign. They just re-signed Sam Hubbard. They just they gotta re, they gotta sign Hendrickson. Hawkins, Hendrickson, I think, is in his third year this year. Somebody ain't gonna make it. To the 
Now they don't. I don't know about their cornerbacks now, um, but you know th- they've got a lot of money to spend. They've got some intriguing roster news to make with this signing of Orlando Brown. And why do I say that? Because we have just enough money left on the cap to offer T. Higgins a contract. <laughs> There's another problem that y'all probably do not want. I'm gonna tell you right now. You get over there and start moving and shaking with T. Higgins, boy, it's gonna be bad on y'all and Jesse Bates. Call him because his number is in your phone. Yes, sir. Let's get to the Cowboys real quick. <laughs> that should be the end of the podcast. <laughs> the end. That, can we start ending the podcast like this? <laughs> Just cut off. Thank you, Zeke. Just when you get to the end. The, the end. end. So Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott was released from the Cowboys. It was a matter of time. The only thing that was being discussed is if uh, if, the, if he was going to be a sentimental keep for uh, Jerry Jones because that's Jerry's guy. But as Norwood and I said, we knew Zeke was out of there when they put him at center on the last last play of the season against the 49ers. Boy, we knew he was out of there. That, out means of they, that means they don't like him. They put, the line, they put the running back at center and didn't tell him to do nothing. They said, just hike the ball and stand there. What? It's not only that, it's the way that he just got crushed. Yeah, he got and ran like, over. Man, y'all Greenlaw. do hate this man. Where do you think he ends up? Um, you're not going to talk girly him, are you? The Bengals? They, need a, they just lost P. Ryan. They need a short yardage back. And one thing Zeke can do now is fall forward. Like he still fall, He still falls forward. He get you three. He gonna get you three yards every time. Now, the hole might be there for five, but he gonna get you three yards. The hole might be there for one yard, but he gonna get you three yards. But that's it. So he might he might Steven Jackson himself for two more years, and then he's probably gonna be out of the league. Just them legs yeah, gone, dog. Them maybe, legs are gone. Maybe see if you can get to Buffalo. They need a running back. They need a short yard. They try back. to get Bijan though. Uh, they said Bijan might actually go to Dallas. With Tony Pollard. <laughs> yeah, I don't Jerry right looking for it. that escalates so Jerry, quick. Jerry searching for uh Jerry searching for a shock value type. And he from Texas, boy. God that be yep. Speaking of shock value, now the Cowboys haven't been quiet over there now. Brandon Cooks, quietly out of the seven years he's been in the league, has had a thousand yard receiving six of those seven years, and the other year he was hurt. And then they got Stephon Gilmore, who was two years, three years ago, was defensive player of the year, two years ago. So, and I mean, he wasn't bad on the Colts. Just, I mean, the Colts just fell apart. That's pretty good opposite Diggs and opposite uh, Didi, CD, sorry, CD Lamb. This is magical, magical because of what they gave up a fifth round pick and a sixth round pick. And two on picks. top of that, these are compensatory picks. So you didn't even have to give them your own fifth and sixth round picks. So you really got these guys for nothing. Absolutely nothing. Say what you want. Say what you want to about Jerry. And from time to time, we do. This was a damn good move. You basically made literally, and not just something, you made something pretty good out of absolutely nothing. Yeah, man. 
So I mean that's 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 a hell of a signing, dog. To me, you got that's a hell Jerry. of a signing. I know people think he's crazy as hell because he is. He is. This is a damn good move, and, and this is the part of football that Jerry would never get credit for. Now it's a lot of stuff that he he's just more stuff that he should get credit for just putting this team together and them not getting to that next tier. But these type of moves are damn good moves by anybody, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, man, and Brand, like good I said, moves. Man, shout out to my co-host, man. That dude is parenting and podcasting at the same time. <laughs> I'm trying, dog. I'm trying. Um, so And this is this is a quote for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh Austin Eckler has requested a trade from the Chargers. And but he said he wants to be with the Chargers, but he said he's so underpaid right now as far as my contract and what I contribute to the team. Um, though he's had the most touchdowns scored over the last two seasons uh, by a running back, and it's not even close. He's had 38. Uh, James Conner has 26. Dev- I mean, by anybody. I'm sorry. Devontae Adams has 25, yes. and Joe Mixon has 25. Um, I like that he wants more money. What this reminds me of is the NFLPA needs to figure out a way to follow the Major League Baseball Players Association and put in arbitration for your rookie contracts. Because I, Austin Eckler, I believe, is still under his original contract. And This is true. It's tricky, though, man. Why? It's, it's tricky two years. He's got two years. Run, because running backs have the highest ability to vulture touchdowns. So yeah, it is... Fair. But we saw the him play, though. Who, he don't vulture touchdowns, though. We saw him play. Yes, yes. But, like, to me, if I'm looking at this list, Devontae Adams is the guy who's by far the most impressive. 25 average receivers. Yeah. In two years, yes. that's 13 and 12. Because you there had Derek no Carr. three yard. It ain't none of that. <laughs> well, I mean, he got a lot of them. But he also had Aaron Rodgers, too, now. For one of them years. I mean, it's true. But you, you saw what happened. Still got to catch the ball. Yeah. What's your boy who dropped that touchdown first play of, of his career? Christian Watson. The Packers. Yeah. yeah. My mock draft, I trade for him every time. The Packers be like, we want to trade up from 12 to 8 or whatever, or 13 to 8. I'd be like, Christian Watson, 17 picks. <laughs> Y'all can't <laughs> a defensive player. <laughs> and it works. That's why I don't like I like mock drafts because I Yo. actually try to do it where it's work, are, where it's are real. You Jonathan Isaac <laughs> Isaacing the, the the mock draft. Oh, all the time. All the time, man. Just when I'm bored. When I'm bored and ain't nothing to do, I do a mock draft where I trade down for like three rounds, and I end up with all of the all pros in the NFL every time. But the reason I said they need arbitration here is because, I mean, he does – if if you outplay your contract, especially in football, I, I feel like if you outplay your contract, you should be able to say, I want more money. And they say, cool. No, you don't. Because what happens if you don't play? And they be like, well, we want some of the money back. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I mean, they do that all the time. It's a whole My- Arbitration is you go to court. And the court says, cool, right. you're right. You, you're right. He deserves right. to get if, more if they, money. If you don't do well, they can just cut bait and be done with you. You're right. If, if you can do that, then, yeah, I need some type of. Now, you know the off thing that. is that right. if you put in arbitration, that affects the salary cap. Because if Austin, because Austin Eckler, by this statistic, deserves up. to be one of the highest-paid athletes, offensive players in the league. Which, 
I gotta I, I gotta see the rest like this to me touchdowns alone holistically does not give me a true profile of who you are and how good you are I remember and then, now this this is the guy who I used to watch do this all the time Matt Asiata for the Vikings I seen that man vote and good fullback good football <laughs> player but I saw him vulture himself into quite a few touchdowns and you look back and he might have seven eight touchdowns for the year it might have 150 yards. Hey, 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 whoa, player. <laughs> we can't pay you like that for that. Can't you? Yeah, that? man. But I think Austin Eckler does deserve um, more money. Um, and in and other if you're news. The Giants, oh, why are you not interested? Well, I guess you probably can't afford him, but that would be, Eckler, that would be with my. He's, he's, no, he's not. You can't afford him and Saquon. They already franchise Saquon. No. I'm swapping them out. I would much rather have Austin Eckler. You wow. give me Eckler, you can get Saquon. Done and done. Wow. Well, I mean, I wow. I don't know the wow. I mean, yeah, because I think they franchise Saquon. So yeah, you probably you, he would be cheaper for sure because they franchise Saquon. It, it, yeah, like I mean, you just if you that's don't a hell of a trade Eckler, though. That's a hell of a trade. That's a hell of a trade. Ooh, that's a hell of a trade. <laughs> You at least you get something back, or I mean, maybe I want more. I mean, if your value is that high, then I, that's tricky for a team trading Austin Eckler. If you're that good, then I want commensurate value with you. But if you want the the value, they're probably gonna want says that you should just pay me. If that makes sense, there should be some. Uh, they're not. Uh, we know that there's never a straight up trade. So there's going to be, if that trade were to happen, there would be draft compensation. But who would get the draft compensation? Who's better in that no, trade? No, I don't. Well, it can't be Austin Eckler because if he was better, you should pay him. <laughs> That's the reason that this you can just pay me or pay me. That's the answer. You just try to be cheap. And they should pay Austin Eckler. They do need to pay him, though. Um, and That's then the right a, answer, but yeah, charge on charge. Jamal Williams goes and signs with the tanks. Different types of Pokemon. And this is him explaining Pokemon at his introductory Eevee, press conference. We're in a Eevee, Pikachu hat. Eevee. Eevee. What? It's easy. That's easy. Crawfish. But I don't want the head on it though. I can't do it. I'm a little squeamish. Like it's just the I don't do well with dead things that are still intact with the head on it. <laughs> Like it's looking at me, I can I just can't do it. But if it's <laughs> yeah, if you somebody do it for me, then I I'll demolish that thing. So Jamal Williams is still Jamal Williams, and what's interesting is that he signed with the Saints and he did not re-sign with the Lions as he led the league in rushing touchdowns. I can't believe that they that the Lions didn't re-sign him especially based on the Saints signing him for the exact same role. Um, probably even, uh, unless they plan on losing Kamara, maybe even a little less of a role. Um, and only for the Lions to go sign Miles Sanders. So, and it's not, I haven't seen really any big splashes in free agency for the Lions I don't that I can think of off the top of my head. I can't wait, see wait, why they, they got, didn't resign. They got him. Swift, Montgomery, and Miles Sanders. 
Montgomery. Who's Montgomery? David Montgomery. Who's that? He was with the Bears, I think. Before. Oh, they just signed David Montgomery. Oh, him. Yes. Well, okay. Now, I, I, I mean, yeah, I still. Would you, which, who would you have, Jamal Williams or David Montgomery? Or well, Jamal, uh, or Jamal Williams and Miles Sanders. But well, Miles Sanders isn't in that conversation. David Montgomery replaces him. I like Jamal has the intangibles that I enjoyed. Clearly, we put content of him just not that has nothing to do with football. And I don't know anything about anime, but I like him. I think he's a good football player to have. Uh, I would have loved to have him in Atlanta. Um, I, I do like David Montgomery, though. Yeah, I, I think the, David I think Montgomery the, I think is the criminal, Lions got criminally some underrated. Me. I, I told you last year, I, saw, and I started out the season rocking with them, and I rocked with them so many times they kept losing. And then as soon as I, as I abandoned, it went nuclear. Taught you, taught and you I think I think that they're setting up to be a legitimate team next year. And I think that well, they got, they the got to be them or the Vikings are the favorites. Got to be them or the Vikings. And I think I, I am not. Vikings are. We know who they are. They are a constant. That's what they're gonna be. Nothing more. Nothing less. Mid like Kirk Cousins. I think that the Bears have got to have time to figure it out. The Lions have a head start on that. And I think that the Packers are in disarray. They haven't they haven't even traded Aaron Rodgers. So poor Jordan Love. Good oh, luck, Godspeed. Oh, Hawks got in it with the Pistons yeah. after they beat him. John talking big noise. John talking noise. Woo! I I mean, and okay. and Trey and John went straight at Jay Nivey. They went straight. Look at Isaiah Stewart over there. And uh, the Pistons don't be tough tonight be tough against somebody you should have been tough against the John the John ain't they trying to shake his hand and John ain't shaking nobody's hand like he's he's talking heavy oh he's just started shaking hands he talking heavy though hey man you should this he talking he walking to the bench he talking heavy but anyway uh our final segment I added this Cam Newton is at Auburn's Pro Day, and he threw today. And Cam says that there's not 32 players better than him at the quarterback position right now. And he turns out and says all these randoms keep getting jobs. And, of course, oh, he went and scored at the end of the game. That's what happened. Oh, and then he talked trash. Okay, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, And then he says a bunch of randoms are getting jobs over me. And it's not, I was with him on that. It's a bunch of random dudes getting jobs and shouldn't be, I think he could be a, a backup quarterback off talent alone. I think he'd be a backup quarterback. But it's definitely 32 motherfuckers better than you, though, Cam. I'm with you. But the way that your shoulder take hits and all of that other stuff is definitely 32 motherfuckers that are better than you. I can't think of a team right now that you should start over anybody. Maybe Tampa Bay. Maybe. But with everything that comes off the field, and unfortunately, his moneymaker is his personality, but it's also his money blocker when it comes to being signed to the teams. Who's willing to take on all of that as a backup quarterback? Cameron Newton. (laughs) It's over. It's been over. 
for 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 you, let me put it in simple terms. You're in the club. The lights have come on. I got my people. People are. No, no. People are filing out. None of the girls like you. Oh, you're going. That's where we are. (laughs) By yourself. (laughs) Nobody is interested in you as a quarterback. Be like me and Reggie. Start a podcast. I think that that'll be fantastic. (laughs) I think that'll be much better. You'll it actually be would be it, fantastic. You'll make way more money. But let me tell you this. Nobody is interested in being in you being their quarterback. The last time that you played football, nobody was interested in you being their quarterback. It was Carolina who gave you us another chance, and you couldn't get it done there, and the Patriots. Nobody else called you. Nobody reached out. So these random people who you refer to, put yourself in that category. Put your shoes on. Put that top hat on. Put that uh, not the top hat. That the cummerbund and your leotard on, and sign yourself onto that roster of random ass people. It's you too, Cameron. So I, I feel like down. Cam. If Cam could just, and I'm not gonna tell him. I don't think he has the personality to still be in the league. Meaning he should be a backup quarterback. Cam, 100% should be a backup quarterback somewhere. If somebody gets hurt, Cam can come in and manage the game. Maybe even yes, a game or two. Cam is better than Marcus Mariota. He can manage Cam a game circus. or two, but everything that comes with it, dog, name Nobody any backup. Name all of your backup quarterbacks right now. Name me five of them. I mean, it could be the bottom of the starters. <laughs> no, but seriously. Name me five. Before, no, seriously. I got a point to this. Name me five backup quarterbacks. Um, I give you five seconds. Five. Four, I don't got three. Right I don't exactly. Right you know why? Because backup. Be you know why? Because backup quarterbacks are supposed to be backup, not heard and rarely seen. They are basically offensive analysts in the college football realm, assistant coaches or field staff when it comes to a younger quarterback. That's what the Bills did with Josh Allen. They got two players that you kind of knew it was over for their career, but they could coach him up. They were basically coaches. So. If you're not and willing to do that, Cam, I'm Superman about that. If you're if you're if you're not willing to do that and be that role, and that's pretty much what the backup quarterback has evolved to be, they're not gonna sign you, big dog. It's, and you have the talent to be asking, there. You're asking the, the question the wrong way. What starting quarterbacks are gonna let Cam Newton be his backup? It's a short list. Hmm. Short list. Jalen? No. No, Patrick, not a Patrick, 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 I look Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Cam that Newton is that is a non-threat much to be that, on the Chiefs. But he used to it. He got Jackson. He already know how to handle all that. You can, as a result, you he would be able to sit down, be the backup quarterback. He could he be the new Juju Smith Schuster. He could dance, do whatever he need to do. Patrick Mahomes injures ankle. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes injures ankle. Got to sit out for a quarter. Cam can come in and, and throw ten yard passes to Travis Kelsey. Now you go. He can you're run. Right, you're right. He could do that. No. that. Kansas City is the place for Cam to go. But you got to be able to chill out. Kansas, he's not. No, they're not at. There's I no agree. nowhere else will take set. him. Andy Reid is. I like, know. I'm not dealing. You think the I'm Jets, gonna deal with that? The Jets. The Jets. He'd be a good backup quarterback with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers crazy already. It's already a circus. 
He fit right on in. Oh, you, he just do you be think act. Robert Sala wants to deal with man. Hell no. Throw Rogan and Cam Newton in them top hats. You can go to San no. Francisco. That, that is the go craziest. To San well, no, you can't go to San Francisco. It's too much controversy. I'm trying he, to think of somewhere that doesn't have how controversy. How much time the quarterbacks spend together? No. I'm trying to think of they somewhere would, that doesn't have would. controversy, like where the starting quarterback is known, and you can't come in there and take somebody's job. I can only think of those two for real. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I mean, you you could Patrick basically Mahomes, say Burroughs. Burrow, Cincinnati, job. Cincinnati would be one. Uh, Buffalo would be another place he could go. But I mean, outside, I mean, the Chargers are talking about what do we do with Justin Herbert after if we don't win this more this year? Russell Wilson is out there in Denver with Sean Payton. You don't know what's about to happen he, there. No, Russell Wilson is not letting Cam Newton get near his team. He looked too mm-hmm. bad. No, one. Of, you, you think <laughs> that I'm because I he no, think about what Russell Wilson is thinking in his head. I played terribly last year. If I played just terrible enough, somebody will get in their brain that Cam Newton is better than me. Hell no. <laughs> it only takes one person with a stupid idea. No. Uh-uh. So, I mean, well, then if that's the case, there's because there's nowhere else that he can go. Maybe. Tennessee. I, uh, I thought about Tennessee, but then why would you have three of the same, two of the same people? Ryan Tannehill can run and not really throw the ball anymore, and he gets hurt. You assign another quarterback that can run, not really throw the ball, and gets hurt, and you have Malik Willis. That's not who, if I'm trying. If I believe in Malik Willis, I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably don't want Cam around Malik Willis. I hope Cam can go to <laughs> L.A. Hey son, you're gonna be a negative influence on my quarterback. Yeah. Cam can yeah, go to L.A. and Cam ain't gonna fit in the culture at Tennessee. With Rabel? Hell no. The Patriot way? No. Um. Uh, that ain't the, there is no Patriot way. It's Tom Brady. We ain't he seen could, a Patriot way nowhere else. He could go to L.A. He could go to L.A. with the Rams. You never know no, what can you know where there. you should go. And I really think it would be super great. I think I would then after when I tell you this, I think that we should they should do hard knocks again. The Cardinals. Yeah. I would love to see Kyler and yeah. that'd be like a little yeah. Bert and Ernie. That'd be so good. So Abbott much Man, I would love... That'd be like Step Brothers. Oh, uh, <laughs> Black Brothers. Oh, man. Oh, man. That would be funny. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the Splashcast, episode hey, wait, hey, 95. Pull up, Zeke, pull up, Zeke, pull up, Zeke, pull up, Zeke. Huh? The end. Can you pull Zeke back up? He's standing oh. like this. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, this has been another episode of the We've come to the cast. end this of the Splashcast. Yeah, we might actually that. have to keep That's this. Like, we might actually have to I'm keep this. I'm going to start standing like this at the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a fantastic episode. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Like I told you before, like, follow, subscribe, tell other people about this podcast. Me and Reggie are pouring our lives into this. Like I told you before, also, there is a Splashcast 36 pack. It is out on Wednesday. By the time you hear this, it will already be on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, MySpace. It'll be on Barbershop Mixtapes, wherever it is. You need to go listen to it. Tell the high heavens. Outside of that, always, always, always shout out to the World Series of Baseball. World Series, uh, World Baseball Classic, excuse me. My apologies. Number one, number one, number one, more black baseball. Number two. 
more black cowboys and cowgirls. And of course, number three, by far the most important, that uh, the historically black college and university your cousin went to, your mother went to, your auntie went to, the person at your church went to, send some money over there, the historically black college and university in which the city that you live, you go to to hang out, homecoming, step shows, whatever it may be, send some money over there. And then finally, the greatest learning institution in all the world, the Hampton University. Send some money there. Also, like Zeke, and at the end of the podcast, say, hey, it's the end. That's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And we're adding this. This is new. This is now the end of our podcast. Zeke standing like a superhero after getting decimated as a center. Um, We appreciate you. We love you. Adios, mi amigos. Buenos noches. Peace out, y'all. Y'all stay safe. See y'all Saturday. Love y'all. Peace. Welcome to the Splashcast. You can find us at the link below. You can find the podcast versus audio and visual on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Our social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter is at underscore the Splashcast. We can also be found on Twitch. We can be found on Facebook, TikTok, Also below that, those are our episode playlists. The newest one is always up. We can be found on Apple Music. We can be found on Spotify. There is a playlist home, which is for all of the different playlists. And then we have the playlist master list, which is every song that's ever been on any of the playlists. And of course, for all of you podcasters, we can be found on Anchor at the Splashcast. to myself